Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Managing Editor, FightfulWrestling.com. You can go there to get all of your wrestling news, more wrestling news than anywhere else. We have exclusives. We have podcasts. We have videos, interviews, a little bit of everything over at FightfulWrestling.com. We also cover MMA and boxing over at Fightful.com. Check that out. Did an MMA podcast today. This show brought to you ad-read-free by FightfulSelect.com. That is our premium service. Maybe Fightful Wrestling isn't enough for you. Maybe you need more. You need dozens of more shows. 205 Live, NXT, NXT UK reviews. Maybe you want Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan uh, reviews, independent wrestling reviews. You want some more exclusives from me in podcast form, injury updates, contract updates, all that at FightfulSelect.com. All I ask of you, go over there, type that into your browser, FightfulSelect.com. I'm sure we have something there that will interest you. And because we hit a subscriber goal, Jimmy Van has to sing Stephanie McMahon's theme song. It is lit, as the kids say, or they were as of at least a couple of years ago. That kind of uh, echoes my sentiments about tonight's SmackDown Live show, but a little programming announcement. I just just shilled you that FightfulSelect.com service. How about this? Wednesday night after the NXT program you're going to get a review from mr warren hayes covering 205 live nxt nxt uk and it's free to non-subscribers preview edition hot dog warren are you excited because you're right here right now i'm i'm super excited i might i might even have to wear a tie or something that's how excited i am yeah wow you'll also be joining us saturday as jeff hawkins will be at the event alex Jeff is truly on the Brock Lesnar schedule. <laughs> yeah, he totally is. He just shows up whenevs. I'm I'm I, waiting for him. I'm waiting for get for, for him to get uh, a guy in a suit to cut all his promos for him. Warren is on but, more of the Ronda Rousey schedule. It's like he's he's not the, the full timer that's on all these shows, but there he is every single week. He's popping up. So we're going to talk about SmackDown Live tonight. If you all. Uh, do subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. You saw the scoop that I put out 
uh, thanks to my beautiful Baskin Robbins gift card, that Andrade and Ray were getting some time tonight and main eventing. And I told you guys off the air, I inquired a little bit more about this. And I was told, yeah, it's going to be wild. And I said, why wild in comparison to last week? And he said, they said, (laughs) there's nothing they're not allowed to do tonight. And I said, all right, all right. Always a good sign. Let's talk about SmackDown Live. My match ratings are up on Select. They will be up in the morning. Becky Lynch comes out, says it seems weird to her that Asuka isn't bothered by not actually beating her for the title. Asuka then joins, does her screaming thing. She's followed by Charlotte Flair, who runs down her history of beating everyone in matches. Now, this was to serve two purposes, Warren, to put over the Royal Rumble match itself and to put over the women's title match. What did you think of the promos that led up to the action? Uh, I think it's uh, yeah, I, I think it's very good what they were what they set up for the evening. Uh, you know, um, the one thing that that's that sort of started off a little iffy for me as far as the promos went is is is, is Becky's tangent that she has to you know always start off by saying you know I was the one they they kept down I was the one that they uh, uh, that they disregarded and I brought back attention. You know, she always seems to dig back into how hard she had it over the past uh, 18 months, two to two years, which is true. And I think at first it really did light a fire for the, the progression of the Becky Lynch character at this point. However, I'm every time she starts bringing up, you know, Oh, I, I used to be overlooked as well. I'm starting to cringe a bit. And that's not why we like the new Becky Lynch now, or this, this incarnation of Becky Lynch. That's not why we like her. We like her because she goes out and she kicks ass. We don't want her to whine about her past anymore. I think we're well beyond that point. But but that was recuperated really really quickly with the other women coming out. That was it worked for me. Alex, your, your thoughts on this? I uh, I I don't know if it's beginning to to like wear thin on me, but I I do think it's true to the character that she's she felt slighted for so long that she's never going to give that up. Like that's going to be something that like, even if she's not promoing about it in like two years, she'd be like five years ago, all you bitches hated me. <laughs> like you didn't get it. Like I, nobody gave me anything 10 years from now. She's going to be like, I, I've won eight championships since then, but still I'll never forget it because <laughs> she'll still never forget how, how these people that she came up with, we're all treated better than her backstage, all this kind of stuff. It feels right. That's the fire that, that lit under her. And she hasn't replaced that, even though we have replaced it with like, mm. yeah, we know you're great. We've moved on to just, to just like rooting with you as opposed to like, gosh, won't they give Becky a chance? But for her, that, that woman who was never given a chance, that woman isn't gone. That woman's still there inside her. And I like that like it's, it's still motivating her. But you're right. For some of us, it might be like, okay, we've heard this promo. You don't have to do it every time. But I like that it's still there. This leads to an Asuka-Becky brawl. Asuka attacks Becky, but ends up getting her ass kicked pretty thoroughly, including with a jacket. (laughs) Got her ass whipped. Like, Did you all ever see the PWG clip with Kenny Omega and ACH pretending they were Steve Austin and The Rock? That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll have to check that out. The the best jacket beating I've seen since then. Very good stuff. I thought this was a good way to lead up to their match. Becky getting the upper hand, which 
cynical people like Alex would tell you means that she's not going to win at Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> traditionally, but we won't. We don't know. We don't know. Mandy Rose then defeated Naomi. We see a highlight video of Mandy Rose trolling Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Well put together. Way more well put together than this match. I, the, the only thing I really liked about this match was Naomi meeting Mandy on the ramp. Mm-hmm. Or, and this was the right thing to do, they can't call her an elbow tie-up after all this. Uh, no, but they could have tried other stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, this match was not good. No, it was. It was very it, bad. It, 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 yeah, it, it was, and it's unfortunate. Um, you, you know, like... Uh, it's really strange because you know they were building they were building this to to be uh, a, a something that Naomi could sink her teeth into like get some emotion into it. Man, Naomi was she was all her offense was really really soft or at least it looked really soft and you know she was just, she was just going through motions and at some point she runs the ropes but she doesn't really run the ropes you know she sort of leans back into them and then skips across the ring kind of i was like what is what is she doing and i can understand that at some point maybe you get frustrated and unmotivated but god damn she this was, was uh, it was subpar there was, there was a lot of times with naomi the in-ring work is either really really good or it seems really unmotivated and tonight it seemed really unmotivated there were some nice schmacks that were thrown but other than that, there were some botches. The face buster that they replayed because it just looked different and good, Alex. I mean, it, it looked different because we don't see that type of situation unfold on a face buster very often. But the thing that stood out to me, if you all go back after that nice kick that Naomi does, she throws one of the most uninspired clotheslines that I have ever... I'm talking Orange Cassidy levels of uninspired, like... Mm. 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 like it's her gimmick or something i don't know what was up here yeah i i I didn't like any of this i didn't like i didn't like any of this i i also didn't like oh well mandy wins and then jimmy's gotta get in the ring being like welp like it's There wasn't anything to it. He just stood there. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't like consoling his wife. He wasn't angry on her behalf. None of that. He was just like, I'm standing here because I was told to. (laughs) No, he's standing there saying, We got through this shit together. Let's move on as soon as possible. Oh God, let's 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 hope. Let's hope. But in that case, you can't have Mandy win the feud. Like she can't like get rewarded for all of her terrible behavior. Naomi has to win the feud. If this is the blow off match and Mandy wins, what the hell are you guys doing? Naomi's won all kinds of shit in her career. What two world titles, WrestleMania yeah, I, Battle Royal. I, I, She's won all kinds. I know, whatever. This was just not good at all, man. Real bad. I'm ready to see Sonya in the ring regularly. I'm ready to see Sonya be to the SmackDown division. Maybe what Ruby Riot was to the Raw division last year. I would like to see her put in that opportunity as the workhorse, but maybe win some more. Backstage, we see Shane and The Miz getting ready for a match. I think, Alex, that Shane and The Miz should have had maybe a squash match or something against another team or just a, a tag team match that explains this. That being said, I love the way this segment ended. We'll get there, but your thoughts on booking Cesaro against Miz? Well, I mean, I, I'll always watch Cesaro against Miz when Miz is like trying to fight from underneath and 
doesn't have like you know his wife out there throwing you know perfume in people's faces. Like I'll, I, I'll, I always love when Miz actually has to use his smarts and not just you know being a chicken shit to win matches. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean maybe that's the whole point is that the first time we ever really see these guys in an actual tag team match, it's going to be for the straps on the pay-per-view. Like it's going to get us to, you know, tune in, uh, call your local cable provider. Um, but um, yeah, uh, listen, I, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I'll, I'll never say no to a Cesaro versus Miz match. I understand that. Yep. I'm cool with that. The match itself, <clears throat> Miz locks in a figure four. Cesaro gets out and takes over before the break. Back from the commercial, Shane McMahon saves Miz by throwing his feet off of the ropes. Shane then gets sent into the barricade. Sheamus cracks Miz, who walks into a neutralizer, and Cesaro wins. The story of this match, Warren, was Shane McMahon showing selflessness, a rare act of selflessness after, regardless of affiliation, heel, babyface, Shane McMahon consistently throughout his entire 20-year career has been selfish. And this was a rare glimpse of him, like kind of throwing that away for his partnership with the Miz. But I love the aftermath. Let's talk about what happened in the match before we get to to the beatdown. You got it. <laughs> what did you think of the match, Warren? Oh, what did I? Oh, okay, I, you do want. I thought we were moving around. Um, no, I th- the 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 match was the, the match was fantastic, and you're absolutely right. That was the story that was being told of uh, Shane McMahon just going right ahead uh, and going all in on this uh, uh, on this partnership, this I- improbable partnership between the two. Um, and it, it was a lot of fun, I, and I liked how you know the denouement arrived, and how Shane did you know started doing his you know or at least set up a, a crazy bump or two. But I mean. You know, there's something about Shane McMahon taking a, a bump off of a, a ring post and then landing on a barricade that just seems, and then being knocked out, that sort of seems, sort of seems a little off. I mean, this guy, this guy's flown off of, uh, of stages, of cages. Hell, he survived a helicopter crash, right? Yeah. <laughs> if he's going to, he flies off. Of a that, turnbuckle and lands in uh, off a turnbuckle post and I, lands in the, uh, against a barricade and I, they're supposed to buy that he's he's I out. I just want to know what that that helicopter pilot was doing, letting Steve Blackman up there to chase Shane McMahon to begin with. Like that was really irresponsible. After this match, Shane <laughs> attacks and takes out both members of the bar and gets gets laid out by Sheamus. Sheamus pushes him off the top rope as he's going for his elbow. And Shane needs a nasty brogue kick. And I love the way this was finished. Alex, they, they channeled, I don't know what, what I could compare it to, maybe the Harris brothers in WCW's H-bomb. Yeah. But with some more, they lifted, they hoisted the Miz up in the air, or I think it was Shane up in the air, and he yep. slammed him down onto Miz, destroyed the table. This was a spectacle. This was. It was, uh, it was great. Um, yeah, you're, when you're talking about uh, Shane being selfish – he usually does ridiculous things that could get him killed, but he does it like to put himself over. This this was not in that service. This was to put over the other guys. Um, so you know, Shane's a crazy guy, he's a daredevil who do whatever. I mean, I I I heard that the pilot was trying to land the helicopter on Big Show, but missed. Um, oh God! But, but uh, anyway, um, I mean, uh, here's the thing. 
I loved the 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 cell of landing on the barricade. Like he he hit it and then kind of like slid down. Like his face just left a trail uh, of of shame sweat on that barricade. It was great. Uh, the the bro kick was nuts. Like Sheamus got all of that. Um, this was all good. And this is the thing: is like watching this and going, "Oh, cool! I guess we're gonna get Shane and the Miz as tag champs on SmackDown for a while." Because after this, like this is the kind of beatdown that leads to a. Hey, the baby faces came back and won on Sunday. That's what it feels like that. And I'm honestly, this incarnation of that, I'm cool with. Love the beat down. Warren, what'd you think? Oh, the the the, the post uh, the, the post show beat down, the post match beat down was fantastic. And uh and ju- it just added to the idea that you know Miz and Shane went down together they were they were the team at that moment it wasn't just wasn't just Miz being laid out Shane uh, Shane and his selfish his his act of selfishness right uh, he went he he uh, uh he, it, it, it basically uh, sealed his fate along with his partner I think it took it told a great story leading into leading into Royal Rumble I, I I'm really I'm really excited now to see where they're going with this story because I think we all sort of saw, it, we, we we all felt it was going to be telegraphed a lot earlier than this. Oh, Miz at some point is going to he Miz is going to turn on Shane like that, but no, they're really stretching this out. They're really setting up the uh, uh, the odd couple uh, lethal weapon kind of uh, duo dynamic. Uh, that and it, it it they're doing it in such a perfect way. It's just going to, especially after the promos last week and now this, it's going to break our hearts when when Miz turns on Shane. Everybody keeps saying that. I don't know, man. <laughs> we also see Vince McMahon looking on as Shane and Miz are being tended to. Vince comes out to the ring, brings out AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. I love the line, Alex. He slammed me into a bunch of processed animal carcasses. <laughs> this was Daniel Bryan at his peak. He's um he's he's doing great work, man. Uh really, really great work. <clears throat> when he lit into Vince as a member of the baby boomers, I I stood and applauded. Uh this is like such fantastic, um brilliant. Like there's something like like well, he's not wrong. Vince is absolutely hoarding the wealth and not paying his employees. Let's be right by his employees. <laughs> like this is not this is not an untruth. On the on the, on the one hand, on the other hand, don't make me feel guilty for eating a hot dog every now and then. Like, I love that this guy's guy back and forth. Um, but but seriously, just the idea that they let him just tear into the baby boomers with like completely true statements about the, the, the generation gap and how the whole world economy is completely screwed. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm behind this guy, but maybe I shouldn't be. I like that about this. I've been on record, man. The baby boomers can kiss my ass. They wallpapered over everything and they carpeted over all the nice hardwood floors. Sorry, guys. I know some no. of you are in our demographic. Mm-mm. No, I live in this house. This This wallpaper had four levels of wallpaper behind it, thanks to <laughs> all you people. <laughs> Brian Warren has a rainforest shirt on. He says that AJ panders to the crowd and doesn't make them feel bad about the things they should feel bad about. 
Styles says, well, you didn't ride a bicycle to the arena, which I thought was a great babyface retort. Sure. And he calls Brian Fickle. He says that Brian corrupted himself for the WWE Championship, and when Brian has, or when Brian loses that, he'll have nothing. That's when we get into the baby boomer talk. I, I thought a lot of these. It's hard to hang with Daniel Bryan on promos with this stuff. I thought AJ did a great job, Warren. He did do a, uh, a good job. He did exactly what he had to do, and uh, well, and even Vince did what he had to do because I really think the story of the this segment here was Daniel Bryan coming out, calling AJ Styles, saying, you know, you come out here, AJ, and, you know, you uh, you you don't use your platform to better these people. You just want to pander to them. You just want them to jump up and react. And, you know, I'm the I'm the champion of the planet, you know, and so on and so forth. But he's basically calling, you know, calling out AJ and saying, you know, you you don't use your platform. All you want is a, is a reaction. And AJ's response to this is, well, the planet... If the planet had a voice, it'd tell you to shut up, which gets a pop. And the camera cuts to Daniel Bryan where he's he he's basically like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Then he turns to Vince, does the baby boomer thing, saying, you're hoarding the money, you're hoarding power, blah, blah, blah. And then Vince goes, All right, I got enough, get in the ring. And again, they cut to Daniel Bryan and he's like, motherfucker. This is what I'm talking about exactly. And you people, you people are reacting. I loved this promo exactly for that. The people in the ring that he was calling out were doing exactly the stuff that he was calling them out for. It was fantastic. This was really consistent character work. And these guys have a lot more creative freedom now than they have in previous years. That is a great move, especially when Vince is involved, too. Uh, Styles goes after Brian. Vince gets pulled in front of him, and then Brian connects with a knee. Uh, I'm excited for their match on Sunday. We're going to make predictions at the end of this show for Takeover and for Royal Rumble. But Alex, any uh, final thoughts on this promo? No, this was all great. I I, I love that he that he brought in the the, the crowd as well because it it can be frustrating at times when when um, when when people don't vote for their own interests. And and in standing, sitting there cheering for Vince McMahon, you people were not voting for your own interests. And uh, I, I like that that Daniel Bryan can be, in my opinion, like seventy percent absolute truth teller and thirty percent dick. And I've got to decide whether or not I'm going to root for him in that moment. <laughs> well, if you want to be one hundred percent dick. Check out my friends at BlueChew.com. You know the drill. And if you want people to know your drill, BlueChew is what you need on the menu. That's BlueChew.com. Blue like the color blue. Breezy, the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but better, faster, cheaper. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach since they're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill. Prescribed online, shipped straight to your door, discreet package. You don't have to wait around at the pharmacy. That's why it's better. That's why it's faster. That's why it's cheaper. It's made in the USA and ships direct. No more awkwardness waiting around at the pharmacy. Hey, I need my, I need my dick pills. You know. Hey, can I get my dick pills? My fucking dick pills. No. Get up bluechew.com and right now you get it free. Just use that code FIGHTFUL 
Just pay $5 shipping. Bluechew.com. Code Fightful. Hey, guys, <clears throat> Bluechew, make your penis hard. Yay, do you want a hard dick? They are at Get Blue Chew on Twitter. Let them know that you heard about them from us and that you are interested in getting an erect penis. Wasn't even going to plug them tonight, but you know, you didn't leave me with much of a choice, no, Alex. You, you had to. Good job, Alex. To. Good job, Alex. I mean, I'm I'm just like a great point guard. I just I just I set you up alley oops all the time, and you just dunk them. Yeah. Our truth is backstage with Carmella. Says he's going to challenge Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles because he doesn't want Brock Lesnar to take him to Sioux Falls City. <laughs> he also calls Buddy Murphy Bobby Murphy, and Carmella uh, corrects him and says, "I think there's a weight limit for the cruiserweight title." Our truth thinks that's a fat joke. Carmella then approaches Charlotte Flair, cuts a promo about her chances in the Royal Rumble. Charlotte says the Rumble isn't the tornado. She is. Backstage, New Day are also studying Royal Rumble tape. Tony Chimmel makes a cameo. A welcome one at that. Always like seeing him. New Day say if one of them win, they all win. I like that mentality from them. It's not the the over and over. You see, oh, no, it, it comes down to me and you, and then you know what will happen. ha, <laughs> ha. No, they're just like if one of us wins, we all win. I do they, like the, the 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 fact that they that they pulled up the the you know the the fact that every Royal Rumble season they get asked the same question. You know, I I did I did like that just as a little little insight. Never split up the new day. Never split them up. Yeah, even if they have singles runs, I think they should be associated. They should still be a stable. Sure. They encourage Kofi, who was a little worried about his fantastic saves ending. We'll make predictions on that later. Uh, Alex, anything on these three backstage segments? No, these are all these are all very good. I I, I like I like Carmella, like just coming out and and, and being really confident because she should be. She's she's earned that. Um, I like Charlotte being more confident. Our truth is funny. Um, and the new day is great. The Shimmel thing was really really spot on. Like again, keep these guys together forever. They should retire at the same time so they all go in <laughs> to the Hall of Fame at the same time. Yeah, I'm with you on the Carmella thing. She has become a – I'm not going to say like a good outstanding wrestler, but she's become a fun worker to watch. Mm-hmm. She's a, a great character, that's for damn sure. Yeah. And she does exude that confidence, and that confidence belongs on her after the run that she's had. Most successful member of that trio by a country mile. Samoa Joe defeated Mustafa Ali. Now, this was uh, set up by this awesome 205 Lifestyle Mustafa Ali promo, Alex. Now, I know you've already taken your blue chew, but my God, I think I don't think you needed it. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, you don't have to need blue chew to use blue chew. It is an enhancer. You got yourself enhanced when you yeah. saw this promo, didn't you? Didn't I, you? I did. Uh, <laughs> I did. Um, uh, ho, ho, hose me down. This was so great. But the, the main thing about it is that is that he was doing this kind of stuff on 205 Live uh, a, ye- a year ago uh, in the tournament leading up to WrestleMania. It was what made him such a fan favorite of people who watched that show, the 12 of us. 
And and um, it, it, it like you 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 couldn't help but love this guy. Like he was out out there on his own damn time. He he goes home for the weekend and he's and he's recording these promos, writing them himself, producing them himself on his damn cell phone. Like he he made it work. He was a it was identifiable by identifiable part of his character. And then that kind of got pushed aside. And we never got, we didn't see those as much anymore over the summer and beyond. But the idea to like he's bringing that back, doing it again. He's doing tonight the thing about the eyes. That was an echo of his very first one he ever did about Buddy Murphy. Like it's 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 different, but it but it's the same basic idea. But to do that with with the full force of WWE's production team behind him to be able to like use a thing of like enhancing Joe's eyes and like doing all that all that amazing stuff. Like this is the kind of promo this guy could be. This could be a synonymous with who Mustafa Ali is as a character. But if you decide to bring this thing in and let it be part of him, there's no limit to how far this this guy can go. And we gushed a bit uh, about this, you and I, Alex, on Twitter, right? Yeah. Uh, about about the promo, and and you're right about the you know having the production value of W of of, of main roster behind him, but it wasn't overproduced. No, either. no, no, no. Like no, no, it no. really, really felt like one of these. Uh, promos where uh, you, you, you know the one that he did in the pores of rain you remember that one yep. you know where it was yep. everything it was so just good. drowning it, it, this was fantastic it felt exactly like it's supposed to feel like mustafa ali and i think you guys brought it up a couple of weeks ago uh you know one of the things that i think that mustafa can deliver is the authenticity you know when they were uh, doing the um when they had these vignettes about him or this one interview segment where he was talking about his past, you know, being a police officer and so on and so forth, that kind of stuff Fox is going to eat up. You know what I mean? When it's time to move over to SmackDown, they are going to gobble this stuff up. They're going to see this guy being a, 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 a real dude with a real story, cutting these real street level promos. They're just going to eat this up. Yep. I ate up this match. It was a lot of fun. Mustafa does a dive outside to the ring, but gets cut off a little bit later when he gets too ambitious. Samoa Joe takes the strikes to Mustafa and kicks him hard. Mustafa buys himself some time with the rolling face buster, a couple of nice drop kicks, but when he tries to go to the top rope, he gets caught in a Kikina clutch, tapped out, a good showing, no no shame in losing to Samoa Joe by any means, Alex. No, no, none. Um, this is the thing too. Is it? It's a very much in line with with the WWE's uh, long form storytelling of uh, usually smaller guy, newer guy uh, goes up against more established, larger dude, uh, and they have a series of matches where the where the where the smaller guy first off gets attacked before the first match, so he never actually gets the chance to be in. He's beaten down. Then he comes back and says, "No, I know I can beat you." Goes in and actually actually almost beats him. But the older dude is a veteran, and he's smarter, and he takes advantage of just being in the right place at the right time to get the get the win. That repeats itself, usually to a fault, over and over and over again before the younger guy finally gets a victory, usually through some kind of fluke roll-up or something. But um, it, I, I feel like there's a progression here, and I would not be surprised to see Mustafa Ali eliminate Samoa Joe from the Royal Rumble on Sunday which only then furthers this storyline beyond. I think that there's there's so much potential in how you can build Mustafa Ali as a, as a part of your brand and your company through this Samoa Joe feud if they decide to do it. 
Warren, your, your thoughts on this segment and this match. I thought the match was. I was actually. I was. I was actually expecting uh, Mustafa Ali to 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 pull this one off. I really, really was thinking that he was going to make it, and uh, it would have served him well. I don't think Joe would have suffered all that much because you know Joe isn't. He's not a big match winner. You know he's he's not the guy who's been pulling out the wins. But I, you know, I think everyone is well served. No one looked weak. This was a good match. I think it made sense for Joe to go over, and I'm with Alex. I think this has a culmination at Royal Rumble with Ali tossing the Samoan guy over. If you want to get your culmination on, visit bluechew.com code Fightful. Two out of three falls, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Andrade, Andrade, damn it. I'm so used to seeing that name isolated with Jessica Andrade (laughs) in the UFC that it's really messing with me. Zelina banned from ringside for this match. I I was telling you guys on Twitter ahead of this, there were going to be at least two or three spots that 10 years ago would have been spot of the year in WWE. That happened. First off, Ray jumped from the second rope of the corner inside the ring over the top rope and does a Hurricane Rana. I got to get me some of this back alley stem cell treatment, guys. Can we start a GoFundMe or something? Like, my knees hurt, guys. I sit in this chair all day. I need it. Andrade catches Ray with a drop kick and gets caught with a code red. Of course, you get the timely Mariano Rivera reference from Corey Graves because you have to. Have to. Both men end up yanking each other off the top rope, and Andrade gets the first pin with a super power bomb, Warren. Super, super. Yeah, that uh, that was really cool. Um, and what I liked about, uh, what I liked about the, uh, the pin here and, uh, and the subsequent one as well is that both of the first pins and, uh, you know, I don't want to go too far ahead, but both of them came across as really credible. You know, they're both, they're both, uh, finishing moves and they finished the guy with that, you know, uh, you know, a sit out power bomb, super sit out power bomb. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna knock a guy out, Canadian destroyer. Yeah, you're gonna knock a guy out. So that's what I really liked about it. It felt credible, and and you know you can't remove the fact that uh, you can't take away the fact that Rey Mysterio is so fantastic still at his age. It's ridiculous the stuff he 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 does. And I was talking about this last week on on Twitter with what he pulled off. I had one guy on Twitter tell me, well, oh, you know, if he keeps putting, uh, if he keeps patting his knees, his, his butt and his, uh, and his thighs, you know, he can wrestle for years. And I'm like, nah, man. No. Nah. <laughs> Alex's first fall, uh, a little bit more abbreviated than I thought, but if after a move like that, that should finish it. Yes. This is the thing that I love about this. When you do two out of three falls matches, the first two should be just high-impact moves that aren't your finisher. Like, it should be one of those things that, like, that is, that is just like, in this moment, I, I there's no way I can get up from this crazy thing you hit me with. That, that also, I could not have scouted from you because it's a different thing. Like, I've never seen Andrade hit a top rope, jumping, sit-out, powerbomb, <laughs> a, a deadlift liger bomb, I believe is what, Somebody corrected me on Twitter. Um, uh, I've never seen that before. Uh, I've, I've never seen that before. But it also felt like, oh, this is the first fall of a, of a two out of three falls match. 
So ho-hum, no big deal, whatevs. It's just, uh, you know, oh, this thing, this old thing, I just brought it out, you know, because whatever. Like, it's amazing that that's, that's the level that these guys can get to in the first fall out of, in a two out of three falls match. So I'm watching this, and by the time we got to the second fall, I was like, how are you guys doing this now on a random go-home uh, uh, SmackDown when you could be building to have this kind of a match on a major pay-per-view? I, I still can't believe that they're doing it this way, but I have to believe then that there's more in the tank for these guys and a huge pay-per-view blow-off match, match down the road. Andrade follows up with a slingshot powerbomb, but then Ray gets a pin with the insane Canadian destroyer. Now, Sorry. Kyler on our Fightful Wrestle account uh, said, and I thought this was a good point, Usually I hate seeing the same moves in every match, but this was the story of each of these matches, Warren. Yeah, absolutely. From the minute they pulled it out uh, and and they just keep bringing it back. And I find it interesting. No one on commentary calls it. You know, no one one goes out and calls it a Canadian destroyer. Is it because, you know, they just, they don't want it to become a thing. They don't want like to, if you you know, it's kind of like when you find a stray cat, you bring it home, but you don't give it a name. Because you know it might it it might leave or you might have to bring it you know to, to be put down or whatever. God you know, damn you! <laughs> well, you dark with that. Well, I mean, you know, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but Lord. what if the cat has rabies? It's a hypothetical story. Make a happy ending, Warren. <laughs> well, the happy ending is giving it a name, and then it becomes part of the family. Well, or or well, you I'd find love another the Canadian destroyer to be a part of my family. You're talking to a guy who has literally taken in and rehomed dozens of cats you find them another home or warren or warren the 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 straight straight cat shows up at your door you don't want to give it a name because you don't know what's going to happen and the next day this five little five-year-old little girl shows up at your doorstep with a with a with a with a cat's collar and says it's prissy prissy my my kitten is missing did you find prissy oh you found prissy and you get to give prissy back to the little five-year-old girl and she goes away and you think to yourself i just did a good deed that's a the much point. better ending than like. God, damn, I'm glad you recognized it. Come on. The point is, is that you don't give it a name if you don't want to get attached to it. Is my point. Yeah, I've I've heard about people doing that with pigs on their farm. So, I mean, hey, and you still eat the bacon, Sean? I do. I do. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> there was a commercial break, and Ray does. And follow this if you can. A baseball slide sunset flip powerbomb into the barricade. Warren, this one was a nice surprise. Yeah, it was. And again, it just it just goes to show, you know, uh, you, uh, Ray Mysterio is going to be 60. And he's still going to be doing uh, stuff that we haven't seen him do before. That was crazy. And he had tried to do the boogie board spot earlier and almost had uh, had blocked it, but he went for it again and he upped it. And this was all pretty much what was, part, the, the, you know, this was the story of the match as well. I mean, if you, if your first two pins are going to be off of a, a, a super power bomb and a Canadian destroyer, you're going to have to pull out something special for the, for the final pin. And we, we got some great stuff like that. It was amazing. It did not disappoint. Andrade uh, just he was he was fantastic in this match. Ray was too. There were a little bit of there was a little hiccup here and there, but you could hear how excited Tom Phillips was to call this match, and that I liked because Tom Phillips doesn't seem legitimately excited about 
anything that we are allowed to talk about on the air, at least. But, <laughs> but back in the ring, Ray pulls off the West Coast pop, and the reaction that Tom Phillips gave that West Coast pop was perfect. Yeah, he was like, "God damn, how would he do that?" Yeah, it was. Nuts. And I was like, "Well, wasn't that impressive?" But I'm glad that you thought it was because that adds to the match to me. Andrade pulls a rope hung triangle. He catches Ray outside and power bombs him into the post. After a hammerlock DDT, Ray gets the ropes. The only hiccup was Ray got a little too ambitious trying to hit the Halloween Havoc DDT, Alex. Yeah, he did. It's too bad. <laughs> that, that would have been amazing. It would. And you know what? I appreciate that he tried to do it. Oh, God. <laughs> he just decided, I, hey, hey, uh, Andrade, there was this thing I did 22 years ago uh, in this. In this- <laughs> Can can we try it? It's like sure, why not? Um, that uh, that was amazing. But I love that. Also, this is how you recover from a spot that's blown like that. You don't decide to go back and redo it again. WWE NXT UK guys, you decide let's move on and we'll do something different. And what they did instead. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. That poison Rana, which was nuts. So I'm fine with that too. Like these guys work so well together. You can tell they have a uh, a great connection, even though, you know, I don't know how many matches they've had against each other in their careers, but this was, uh, this was pretty amazing. Warren, your thoughts when you when you saw that spot? I mean, it's a very familiar spot, one of the great matches of Ray and Eddie's career, and hey, he did go for it. And I I think it would have been I, I you know it you just it just dawned on me as you talked about Eddie you know earlier in the match you know you had uh, you had on uh, Andrade who was you know who was doing the Eddie Guerrero uh, swagger you know and was called out as such maybe maybe they, maybe this was the setup for it you know just to call back to to that moment. It was fantastic, and um, you know the the, the the spike Hurricane Rana afterwards, and the West Coast pop. Honestly, when was the last time that we? I don't remember the last time we saw Ray do it. I mean, I it's know. it's been a while, uh, even though it was his finishers so on and so forth. But I mean, it has been a while. It was a nice throwback, and it's interesting that now you know, as many veteran wrestlers, you know, as they've advanced in their careers, their old finishers are no longer finishers. Yeah, <laughs> they can't finish the matches anymore with them. But uh, this was fantastic. It was so good. So at the end of this match, uh, Ray gets caught after a six one nine, and Samoa Joe attacks both men. Yep. 
Alex, I want to know your thoughts on on this finish before we get into what happened afterwards because they told a great story in the ring. You had the crowd hooked. It is one of those instances where competitive wrestling in the ring tells the story and gets them over. Joe ended that, but Joe is a heel, so you do want to kind of get that heat from him. I can't believe I didn't see this coming because to me, the idea like, oh, let's have a two out of three falls match between uh, Rey Mysterio and Andrade uh, to close out the go-home show for the Royal Rumble. It doesn't make sense. Of course, they're going to devolve into every man for himself this Sunday, only on the WWE Network. Of course, it's going to become that, but I didn't see it coming. Maybe because we'd already seen Samoa Joe earlier in the night, but uh, I certainly didn't see it coming. But when Joe was out there doing that, especially because he was like, I don't care who you are. I don't I, I don't take no prisoners. That's me. I'm Samoa Joe. Uh, and I also love the idea like, you can convince me this is possible. Like Samoa Joe is absolutely a, a last four in the rumble type of guy. So who knows what can happen when, when you get to that level. And then they ruined it. <laughs> but to, to add on to that, though, what I, what I really dug about the whole thing here is that it is how, how it ended up being Royal Rumble hype without having a match where, oh, look, they're throwing themselves off. They're throwing the others yeah. over the top rope yeah. <laughs> because this is, these are Royal Rumble rules, you know? Mercifully, yeah. Or, we didn't get or, any of that, well, besides the women's thing yesterday, but we didn't get any would, of that this year, and that's good. That's what I was going to say. Aside well, from, I said it first. All right, well, go. All right, we'll talk then, man. Do your talking shtick. Randy, Randy Orton showed up quite literally out of nowhere and hit an RKO. Warren, I thought this was a perfect way to reintroduce Randy Orton back to TV. And by that, I mean he appeared on screen for less than 30 seconds and got the fuck off of it. Oh, can I talk now? Okay. Uh, yes. So basically, yeah. And and is he coming back as a baby face? Because he got the reaction, you know, the RKO. He sort of he sort of kept the RKO out of his heel arsenal because he knows it got a pop. He came right in hit the pop on the big heel of the evening, which is uh, Samoa Joe here for destroying the uh, the uh, Mysterio-Andrade uh, match. Um, is he coming back a, a, as a babyface? Is he going to work with Samoa Joe? I'd be fine with a program between the both of those guys. That'd be I'd be completely on board with that. If I, w- go ahead. If I never saw Randy Orton again on my television, I would have been fine with it. <laughs> like I mean, like I, I, I've, I, I feel like I've seen everything he can do, and for me, like the only thing he is, he is that he has left is the RKO out of nowhere. That's the only thing that he has left that I'm that I care about at all, and I care about it like this much. Like that's that's it. So the idea that like you would use the Andrade versus Ray two out of three falls match to build to whoops maybe there's this guy that we that we didn't give a chance as possible royal rumble winner to build to oh randy orton maybe he'll win the royal rumble when you know and there's no chance in hell that randy orton's going to win the royal rumble and if they actually have randy orton win the royal rumble my god wrestlemania is gonna suck (laughs) so so like i i I was kind of upset that it was it was that way that they had to do it like reminding that reminding all of us that randy orton still exists Okay, great. I, I kind of blissfully forgot about him, but 
I, I'm also, as you can tell, not the biggest Randy Orton fan. Well, I'm a big fan of Fightful.com, and we will have live on-site coverage of Bellator 214. That's Fedor Emelianenko against Ryan Bader, and it's uh, Jack Swagger's MMA debut. That is this Saturday. I'll do a recap at some point, but we have NXT TakeOver Phoenix Saturday night. We're going to go ahead and make our predictions ahead of this show. Reminder, Wednesday night, free on Fightful.com, a preview of the FightfulSelect.com service, Warren Hayes' Uh, midweek review is up NXT NXT UK 205 live but Warren first I want your thoughts Cassius Ono Matt Riddle who wins oh uh, Matt Riddle is going over again uh, I, I'm really happy that Cassius Ono that they gave something to do with Cassius Ono uh, and I think that it's a perfect pairing it has been a really good pairing so far between them both if they can just really go at each other and slap the hell out of one another, I'll be really happy. But R- Riddle's definitely going over. I am inclined to agree. Alex, your thoughts? Riddle will win. Hopefully, it'll last longer than seven seconds. Because um, I think these two guys can can put on a clinic together. Uh, but I'm uh, I'm I'm on record saying that if they wanted to build the entire company around Matt Riddle, they could do it. That's how good this guy is, and how much of a fan favorite he's going to be on any level. What does it say that we couldn't build Fightful around Matt Riddle, but we could around me, <laughs> but they could build WWE around Matt Riddle? Yeah. I'm just saying. It's possible. I, uh, yeah. Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, this is going to be a schmacker, Alex. Oh, my God. This is going to be so good. I, I mean, li- listen, it all depends on what story they're going to try and tell with, with Tommaso and Gargano. If... If they're if they're gonna go dark DIY, which I honestly kind of hope they do, then having Tommaso be the champion, NXT champion, at the same time Gargano is North American champion, like, and have them say, okay, now undisputed era, we're coming for your tag belts, like that would be the most amazing thing ever. I I'm a huge Ricochet mark. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Ricochet, have been forever, but. The, the the little kid in me really wants to see dark DIY. I think it'd be so cool. So I'm I'm rooting for Gargano here. I'm going for Gargano too. What do you think, Warren? Oh, we got a triple threat of Gargano's going on here. I think he does. I, I think he's long deserving uh, for a uh, for a singles title. Um, and I, honestly, this is the kind of match that I really don't care about the outcome, and it doesn't happen yeah. very often. But yeah, true. I really don't care about what's going to happen. Johnny Gargano is arguably the best worker in the entire company he's put on nothing but stellar matches in 2018 let's see how 2019 starts off i had the joy of seeing that andrade seeing almost johnny gargano uh, tv taping match about a year and a half ago it was unbelievable right after the hurricane it was it was awesome we have undisputed era defending their titles against war raiders is this where war raiders get it done warren it's hard to call isn't it it's really, really hard to call, but I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I. I. I think Strong and O'Reilly. They. They, they pull another one out of their hat. It's. Uh, it's not. It's not going to happen just yet for War Raiders. 
Undisputed yep. Era, as good as War Raiders are, Alex, it seems like Undisputed Era, it's just like, man, it's a no-brainer that they're tag champions. Yeah, it really is. It's hard for me to 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 think of as anyone else as to, as tag champs, at least for a very long time. Um, and really, what a shame if Kyle O'Reilly can't play guitar on his belt on the walking down <laughs> the ring. I mean, that's a travesty. I think we can all agree there take his belt away what's he gonna play guitar on nothing that's not possible so so uh listen i like the war raiders i feel like it's it's if you're gonna take those tag belts away from from undisputed era it's gotta be a real story behind it like 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 really beats and beats and beats that gets up to a point where 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 it's just perfect for them to lose those title belts and i don't think it's right for the war raiders right now dusty classic it's coming up Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair. Is this Bianca Belair's time, Alex? Well, it all depends on how fast they're going to rush into this horsewoman program. Like, if they want to say, well, you get the belt off of Shayna, maybe she has a rematch, whatever, but eventually you're going to have Shayna go up there and, and and hang out with Rousey and get in the face of Bailey and Sasha. And then you, by I feel like by mania, it's time to actually start planting seeds. Uh, so maybe this is time. I'm also on record as saying Bianca Belair may not be the future of women's wrestling. She may be the future of wrestling. Like mm-hmm. she's insanely talented and so damn charismatic. So I, I Bianca Belair deserves a title run. I just don't know if now's the time they're going to do it, but I think it's perfect for her to, to, to win this thing and stay undefeated. It's one of those things like, yeah, that is an important crucial part of her gimmick, but it's one of those things where if it doesn't happen, well, that's okay because you know that she's going to accomplish crazy things throughout Absolutely. her career Absolutely. in general. And that's one of the joys of NXT is there is a life after it, regardless of what people say about what that may mean creatively. Warren, your thoughts on this? I think Shay, I think Shayna retains. I I think they're going to draw this out a bit more. I think they might actually emulate Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon's uh, feud last year, where uh, Shayna sort of popped into the uh, title uh, title picture. She had two ma- matches with Ember Moon before Ember Moon was called up to Maine. I think I I think Shayna's uh, call up is inevitable. It's not just yet; it's upcoming, and she's going to get another notch on her belt. She's going to break. The undefeated streak. Tommaso Ciampa, Alistair Black. I'm going Ciampa here. I think he is just red hot as champion. And I really think Alistair Black should probably show up in the Royal Rumble the next night and eliminate a lot of people. Yeah. Warren, is is this the swan song for Alistair Black? The rumors, you know, are going to swirl if he loses. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's an interesting time of year, isn't it? Um, man, my heart says Alistair Black, but my brain says Tommaso Ciampa because he's so, so, so good. And I, you know, even though I said earlier that I do, don't really care about the outcome of Gargano uh, Ricochet, I too, Alex, dream of the dark DIY. I want it to happen. But man, I, I'm an Alistair Black. I'm an Alistair Black guy. I'm a big mark for him. So you know, I'd really like him to win, but I don't think it's the good choice. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think Alistair um, should lose, but I feel like if he does lose, it's got to be via Gargano shenanigans uh, to, to really cement that they're that, that he and and Champa are back together. 
Um, also, uh, I am. Um, I, th- I think I think Black's absolutely main roster ready. And the weird thing about it is, I could absolutely see him losing this match, showing up at the Rumble, eliminating a bunch of guys, maybe even winding up in like the the final six, final five, something like that. Um, and then debuting the next night on Raw and immediately getting a major program before we ever see EC3 in a match. Like, like EC3's been, like, in promos on those damn video packages for, like, it feels like six months, and you could absolutely see Aleister Black just leapfrog him. I mean, I, I could see it happening. NXT TakeOver Phoenix, followed by WWE Royal Rumble 2019. Coverage gets started at 5 p.m. Eastern. Join the live chat on Fightful.com, you guys. Chase Field, Arizona, or Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. You guys can watch the pre-show on Fightful.com. Of course, the show itself is on the WWE Network. Rusev, Shinsuke Nakamura, United States Championship match. I've, my, <laughs> my, my question is, who gives a shit, first yeah. off? Who cares, Alex? They they've not been on TV. Why does the U.S. title exist? I mean, like since Shinsuke's had it, they've done you know nothing with it. Uh, Rusev got it, and we're all happy for Rusev. Rusev should have it, and he hasn't been on TV. And the one time he's on TV is like, oh no, my wife fell from a height of two and a half feet, and now she might have she might be in a coma. Like this is ridiculous. Uh, I want Rusev to win, and then I want Rusev to actually do something. Like, have use the title, be a champion. That'd be that's a novel idea, right? Warren, um, I yeah, I think Rusev's going to hang on to it, but there's that's pretty much all we have to say about it. You know, you talk about the U.S. title to me. The last, the last person that I really remember having the U.S. title, the last champion I, I remember is, is Kevin Owens. You know what I mean? With the new Face of America thing, that was fantastic. In the meantime, I'm really struggling to remember Bobby Roode had it, right? Seems to me like I, I have trouble remembering the lineage at this point. It's, it's, it's kind of sad, but, you know, Rusev is probably going to retain this one. Up next, The Bar defends against Shane McMahon and The Miz. <laughs> do Shane McMahon and The Miz get it done, Warren? Yeah, they do. I really I really think they do. It's the, it's the feel-good storyline that is going to lead into the gut punch of, uh, of the, uh, of the uh, road to WrestleMania. Uh, I think they are, you know, everything has been set up perfectly. The promo that they cut last week I found was absolutely fantastic where they started to bond for real um and uh and then you know what happened this week you know with both of them going down as a team being getting the life kicked out of them yeah they're going to rise they're going to defeat the bar they're going to become the champions but oh boy oh boy someone's going to get mad alex i'm picking the team of shano miz oh i like i that. am too I am too. I think it's a pretty solid bet. Ronda Rousey, I think, is a solid bet against Sasha Banks, but I also think this match is going to be really awesome. But I'm I'm very interested to see how Ronda Rousey does against this style of worker. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
Sasha weighs what seventy five pounds. Like it's it's she's tiny. I just feel like at one point Ron is going to try one of those hip toss things where she grabs her by the arm and just throws, and like Sasha minus one of her arms is going to fly into the seventh <laughs> row, and, and Ron is going to look like oh crap, I still got this in my hands. Um, these these two are going to beat the crap out of each other. Uh, it does not seem like they like each other at all. Like, like outside of kayfabe. Um, and I, 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 I think this is going to be a great, great match with a completely foregone conclusion. There's no way Ronda is losing this this title. Warren, I, I believe you would likely agree. I, I wholeheartedly uh, agree. There's nothing else to add. There's uh, yeah, Ronda's going to retain. Uh, it, 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 you know, if if Ronda can have chemistry with Nia Jax, I don't see why this can't be a fantastic match. True. Oscar versus Becky Lynch. Warren, will Becky regain the SmackDown Women's Championship, or will they go with Oscar? How do we get to what we suspect is the main event of WrestleMania? <clears throat> It, this is a tricky one, isn't it? Um, and in a certain way, it would be. Wouldn't it be possible in in the way that the matches, uh, depending on match positioning, wouldn't it be possible? Let's say Oscar retains for Becky to be in the Royal Rumble. Couldn't that happen? I mean, there's still like what eight play eight spots left, something like that. It's, like she could do that. She is the man after all. She could run in and, yeah. and do it and win it and then be like, I'm moving to Raw. Because regardless, right now, the women's division on Raw needs someone like Becky Lynch. They need strong, strong baby faces right now because um which is weird to say when you're on a when you have a when you have a, a division where you have Bailey and Sasha Banks and then you're like oh we need strong baby faces but they they waffled so much with them throughout 2018 that your only real strong baby face is um is uh Ronda Rousey you need something more top heavy so i have a tendency to say that Oscar is going to retain but man there are so many paths to get to what we expect wrestlemania to be it's really hard to call i um i i i have a buddy who's actually going to to this weekend of of shows and and he threw something at me yeah jeff right? hawkins duh not not him oh, uh, another another guy um jeff is my buddy too but this guy this guy and i go way way back and he's he he was like he has this crazy notion that that somehow becky beats oscar Charlotte wins the Rumble and then challenges both Ronda and Becky like like winner take all like like the idea of that being like there's two titles on the line like a unification thing like on Raw there's there's the the women's championship and on SmackDown there's the tag championships and they can move back and forth like I don't know what's happening I just feel like Becky's definitely winning and I feel like we're going to get to this but I feel like Charlotte's definitely winning the Rumble like there's a, unless they do the thing where like Becky lost earlier in the night, but she's gonna be in the Rumble anyway, like Roman Reigns two years ago, because everyone loved that, right? Yeah, but this is Becky Lynch. I know, but still, it's still it's still a dumb thing to do. I just I just don't like it. Daniel Bryan defends his title against AJ Styles. I'm going Daniel Bryan here, Warren. Your pick. Yeah, ditto. Uh, same thing, and it, it actually begs the question. You know, what are they going to do next with AJ? 
I think the only possible outcome after is to send him over to Raw because, uh, you know, he's done everything on SmackDown. I think, uh, I think after on this, at this point, it's just throw him onto the other side. Let's get some new fresh matches going. Uh, AJ and Seth, um, we did say, see AJ versus Finn, but get them into a program, so on and so forth. I mean, there's, there's more opportunities there. I think uh, Brian retains. Alex. Uh, yeah, I think Brian retains. I think there's a lot that there's left to do. I don't think you you pass it right back to AJ. I don't know if he winds up on Raw, but I don't think you pass it right back to AJ yet. Finn Balor against Brock Lesnar. I don't see Finn Balor winning this one, regardless of the fact that Brock Lesnar's USADA suspension is up, and once he pays his fine, he will be free to go back to the UFC. Warren, am I alone in this, or do you think Finn Balor is going to crush Lesnar and emerge victorious? I don't think he's going to crush him, but I think that the ending is telegraphed with everything that happened on Raw last night. Oh, my God. Vince McMahon in the ring with two of the biggest guys on the Raw roster. Everyone's saying, you can't do it. You can't do it, Finn. There's no way you're going to do it. Man, and Vince being... Clear as no, I don't believe in you. The you can't, I don't believe in fairy tales. This is not going to happen. You know, if it if it doesn't happen, Finn is going to take a hell of a credibility crush from that point. His credibility is going to take a is going to take a huge shot because he wasn't able. Because oh, like, yep, yep, Vince told us, Brock told us, Braun told us. He couldn't do it, and he didn't end up doing it. I feel the ending is telegraphed. I think Finn, with this shocking surprise victory, is going to do it. Um, I agree that the whole thing is perfectly set up. Uh, but as we've seen many, many times in the past, if it's perfectly set up, that's a really great reason for WWE to not do it because they don't realize how to read the room at certain points. So they might be setting it up like, oh, he's going to get close, but then he'll lose, and you'll love him even more, won't you? But no, we won't. We'll be really disappointed and kind of sad. Um, I, I think it's also possible they might just decide to pull the trigger. Listen, the, the only reason I think that is because once upon a time, they said, okay, <laughs> brand new guy out of, out of NXT, we're going to make you the first universal champion. We have no idea what their plans were after that because it got injured in winning that title. But at one point they said, we're building Raw around you. now." Since then, all he's done is prove that that injury was a total fluke because he hasn't been injured since. So, like, maybe that whole thing, like, Vince usually gets kind of gun-shy about guys who get injured, especially the little guys. He doesn't want to trust them anymore. Maybe now Vince's proven you can trust me. All that confidence you had in me to make me the first-ever Universal Champion, make me a champion again now and start that program, whatever it was going to be, again. That's still possible. I personally would like that. And then I would like, the if you want to do Brock and Braun, you can still do that at Mania, just Brock sure. versus Braun. No yeah, title sure. on the line. You don't yeah. need that. Braun gets his win. You can move on from Lesnar until he comes back and takes WWE for some more money. Right. Whatever. Cruiserweight title match. This could be a show stealer if they get like eight minutes even. It's on the pre-show, so who cares? Yeah. Well, I care. I care. It's going to be great. You you have this weird thing about the pre-show. They they use that to sell this pay-per-view. That is true. But they've also proven on Survivor Series that whatever happens to the pre-show doesn't count. 
okay. Well, it's going <laughs> to count if one of these people win the Cruiserweight Championship. That is true. Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, Buddy Murphy. I'm inclined to believe that the Murphy or Itami would be my picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on the fact that Daniel Bryan went out and straight up and sort of endorsed Itami, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to put it on Itami, this would be a smooth place to do it. But also, Buddy Murphy could sneak one in. Warren, you're our 205 Live uh, post-show podcast fellow. What do you think? Um, it's Buddy Murphy is retaining. They, you know, they just they. It's still extremely fresh. Uh, I think he is the. He's the chasey. He's not the chaser. He is the final boss of 205 Live. Uh, there's no question about it. It's too too soon to take it off of him. He looks like a champ. He acts like a champ. It's fa- He's fantastic in the ring. It's, it's definitely not time. I will say, though, that it is really cool to see the Fatal 4-Way with three guys, three other guys aside from Murphy, that haven't necessarily been in the championship rotation. Kalisto, Tozawa. Uh, Itami. Two out of those three guys have already been cruiserweight champions, but they've been out of the picture for such a long time during the age of Alexander. Now it it, it this feels good. It feels like a it feels like a fresh uh, a fresh next chapter for the cruiserweight uh, championship. But man, Buddy Murphy is still hanging on to this. Itami's the only guy with the gravitas to possibly win this match and become champion. However, I will say I was shocked and chagrined that they had Kalisto go over Leo Rush in the semifinals, that little I tournament. Know, because right? if, Leo, if Leo Rush was in this match, he would be my pick. Because how great would it be to have him walking down to the ring with a purple strap around his waist next to Bobby Lashley with the Intercontinental title as a walking, talking advertisement for 205 Live every night, every Monday night on Raw. But instead, they had Kalisto in there, and Kalisto is the least likely guy out of those four to win the championship. So it's Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy's absolutely winning this match. Women's Royal Rumble match. Here are the entrants so far. Carmella, Natalia, Bailey, Ember Moon, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Zelina, Alicia Fox, Naomi, Mickey James, Charlotte Flair, Tamina, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Dana Brooke, Lana, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans. Predictions for this before we get into any surprise entrance or anything like that. Who do you think's winning, Alex? Charlotte. Who do you think's winning, Warren? Uh, unless they do the, uh, the the Becky enters after her match Roman Reigns thing, it's Charlotte. I agree. I would also agree. So let's talk about the unpredictable stuff. Warren, surprise entrance in the Women's Royal Rumble. Who you got? This is purely speculation. We are not reporting this. So help me God. (laughs) If I get on a website or Facebook and somebody has sent me a message, well, uh, pro wrestling uh, turd chronicle on Facebook is saying that Fightful is claiming that the cat is going to be in the Royal Rumble match. I am going to go off if Ernest this is the, just fun speculation if Ernest the cat miller is in the women's royal rumble that would be a scoop though it would be it would be warren who do you think is going to be in it um i i have i have three uh, three uh, ladies on my wish list uh i'm pretty sure Shayna baszler is going to pop up they have a tendency of putting the uh, the women's champion in there uh i think uh that rhea ripley 
is going to be flown in for that as well. They, they being WWE, they love Rhea Ripley, and uh, she she just looked fantastic in there. And I think they're going to toss in Casey Canzaro in there as well. Hmm. Uh, you know, a good one, a, a little quick, uh, quick entry. Pull off some some high flying stuff. You know, she's a homegrown WWE talent. Yeah. They want to show her off a bit. You know, the, this young lady, up-and-comer, look at her go. Sure, put her in there. Uh, not to mention the uh, little extra press she can get, of course. So what we'll do is we'll each throw out three different ones or at least three different acts. I will go, since you said Shayna Baszler, I'll go with the other two horsewomen. I could see them running a bit of a, a Wyatt family straight-edge society thing. That's a good way to get those three over. Have them eliminate some established people. I think Maurice, she is looking like she is in Royal Rumble shape of late. And uh, Eve Torres, who we have not seen a lot of in the ring. And I I would like to see a few Eve Torres matches. Now that she is well-versed in jiu-jitsu, I would love to see that. Uh, Those are three of my hopefuls. Alex, what about you? Yeah, uh, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley. I love her. I think she's great. She absolutely could stand up next to uh, Nia Jax and make it look really impressive. Like, I feel like if she, if she eliminates Nia Jax by herself, like, there's your advertisement. Hey, you can watch this on WWE NXT UK, that kind of stuff. Way to follow the rules, Alex. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You've ruined it. You've ruined it, damn it. <laughs> And here we go towards the end of this 70-minute show. Uh, WWE Men's Royal Rumble. Here are the entrants. R-Truth, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Big E, Xavier Woods, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, Lashley, Ambrose, Cena, who is likely not going to be there, Elias, Jinder Mahal, Andrade, Rey Mysterio, Mustafa Ali, Baron Corbin, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil. This one seems much foggier, Alex. Yeah, especially since Braun hasn't been announced for it, and he's my pick to win it. Like, I, I, I mean, it's so weird that he, like, why wouldn't he be in the Royal Rumble? The fact that you haven't announced it means that he counts as a surprise entrant, which is ridiculous. <laughs> like, obviously, he's going to be in it. Um, so, yeah, I feel like he they could actually be saving him for, like, 28 or 29 and have him come out, just clear the entire ring, and then R-Truth comes out at 30, like, oh, crap. Like, there's a lot that you could do with this. Um, but, uh, yeah, if Braun's somehow not in the Royal Rumble, um, then Drew. And also, I think it is uh, Raw's turn to win a Rumble. Yeah. They uh, smacked down one, both of them last year. They won yeah. the Rumble in the year before, and Charlotte's probably winning this probably, year. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do that a lot. For a while, it seemed like SmackDown would get, like, the Survivor Series wins back in the day and the Rumble wins they wouldn't get the main event. Uh, we'll see how that ends up. Warren, your your thoughts on the winner of this Royal Rumble? To me, it's not all that foggy. It's Seth Rollins. Like, Seth Rollins has been... Seth Rollins, throughout it all, has been the most consistent uh, worker throughout 2018. He's been there every night. He has not been injured. He has pulled off uh, mostly fantastic matches, if you want to get pedantic about it. Um, but he, um, to me, the, he's in the WrestleMania main event and right up until what happens next Sunday, you know, to me, the, the, he was the man who was going to take the belt off of Brock uh, at WrestleMania. And I think he still deserves his spot to main event there. 
there he's been the brand he he has been monday night raw he's carried the brand through excellent matches it's it's his it's his to lose let's put it that way it's time to speculate uh, by the way I, I pick seth rollins to win this royal rumble but it is time to speculate our three picks each for a possible surprise royal rumble entrance for the men I'm going to go very – I don't think EC3 will be a surprise. I think most of us expect probably EC3 to be in there. So that's not what I'm going for. I will go Adam Cole because he is uh, not on this show and or not on this weekend show. I think that's a safe one. But is that even really a surprise? And I don't want to burn through them for you guys, but I think Velveteen Dream might be working a little bit on social media. Yep. You know oh, what I'm fine. saying? Yeah. And I think it could be him, but I'm going to go off the wall for two more. Ken Shamrock, a guy that has not been used repeatedly by WWE, has a little bit of familiarity. The world's most dangerous man, still looks good from what I understand, is wrestling again. And how about this one? I would love this. David Arquette. David Arquette should get a surprise spot in the Royal Rumble, even if it directly mimics like what the Hurricane did last year. I think that would be great. Maybe him and Ray face to face, WCW champion versus a former a guy who never got that title, never got that damn title. Warren, who are your surprise picks? Uh, I think Bray Wyatt makes his return at Royal Rumble, and I think everyone is going to pop huge, and it's going to be very, very good for him. I think they're going to bring in the uh, longest reigning uh, title holder in recent WWE history, Pete Dunne to go have a, a a tussle around in there as well. Uh, and uh, finally, you know, maybe this, you know, uh, I think they're going to have a Kona Reeves. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you mad at me? <laughs> this is way worse than you saying that that stray cat was going to die. <laughs> Give me that story all day over Kona Reeves. I can't believe they named him. and and yet we still can't manage to get attached to him but he can't home him for some reason (laughs) but he goes into the ring he gets tossed out there you go conan reeves finest he gets his moment it'll work oh alex Uh, um well i was gonna say dream um but instead i'll say keith lee because i think that's a guy that that could that is impressive to look at and that's important like vince likes that they don't, there's not that many big guys in WWE anymore. So to have a guy who's in there like you could throw around that's like believably takes more than two guys to lift out, out of the ring, that's that's good. Uh, Tyler Bate, because I love Tyler Bate, and he's incredibly strong and could just chuck out some guys that you wouldn't expect him to be able to do. Um, uh, also, I'm just going to say that I hate when old guys or women who have no chance of actually winning a title shot Come back. Tyler doesn't have a shot. No, but I mean, at least he's currently signed to the company. Like that's that's fine. Like you could showcase your products that you have on. David TV. Arquette is a former WCW champion. Ken Shamrock was the UFC champion. I I, I agree. Piss it's true. Off, mate. Okay. Somebody uh, in our live chat has the balls to say <laughs> Kona Reeves is overrated, and to that I say, <laughs> by who? <laughs> Who, 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 who's rating him? Who, who's taking the time to rate him? 
Um, uh, and and uh, and then I, I will say, uh, when as you said, uh, the, the Wyatt. I wouldn't be surprised to see the, the Wyatt family, like to actually have them run that crap back. Like at least um, Wyatt and one other guy in Harper. But like Harper's Harper was really punished for Rowan getting hurt. Like Harper's good. The Bludgeon Brothers sucked, but Harper's really good. Like Harper should be back in wrestling if he's healthy. I like Luke Harper. Guys, we've given you a 75-minute post-Smackdown podcast. We will have clips of this stuff on the air. Warren, let the people know where they can follow you and what you got going on this week. Oh, man, what do I not have going on this week? Tomorrow on Fightful Select, NXT 205 Live, NXT UK recap show over on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. I'm going to have my own predictions show i'm gonna have uh royal rumble i'm gonna have uh, anthony from the smart to death podcast who's going to be joining me so that's going to be a cool time i have my predictions show on friday for uh takeover uh phoenix saturday i'll be joining uh sean back here and we're also going to be recording a new episode of uh, the division with uh kristen ashley laura morrow uh for the uh brand new fightful women's wrestling podcast that's going to be a lot of fun very well received. Lots of kind words from wrestlers in the business about that. Uh, Laura, Kristen, and Warren are coming at you with that. We've got Bellator coverage this weekend, NXT TakeOver, Royal Rumble, uh, the Listen Your Boy, Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Can't forget about that. We have a ton of content for you. On Select, I've got my Fightful Report podcast tomorrow, Q&A podcast this week. It's wild. Leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, but visit FightfulWrestling.com. We're out. Oh, wait. Alex, you doing anything this weekend? <laughs> I'm going to be on uh, the Takeover podcast and the Rumble podcast. In between, then I'm probably going to be shoveling my driveway seven times. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.